Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> oh my god, I ruined it. I'm so sorry. You, you, you have to keep doing that every time. Yeah, we don't need music. <laughs> I don't know what that is. We do not need You know when there's so like a jingle? <laughs> that, that reminds me of that EDM song. Which one? <laughs> You don't know what It's the one they always play. That's what it sounds like. Oh, man. Okay, welcome back to episode two of Back to Square One. We are your hosts, Derek and Carmen. Off to a fantastic start. I hope you guys are... Hope you guys are laughing with us. If you're not, yo, get with the program. <laughs> the drinks are definitely kicking in. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Derek? Different um. day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, I think you wanted to expand on certain things that we covered in the the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go into more. Let's get deep. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we jumped around a little bit in the first episode. You know, we kind of gave everyone an overview of like who we are, how we are friends. Um, but today I kind of want to focus more on, you know, our friendship and, and, you know. Your favorite subject in the world. Our friendship. <laughs> yes. Derek does not give me the validation that I, that I deserve. <laughs> it's a game of, you know, push and pull. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but yeah, like just kind of going back to, cause we did touch on how we were very close at one point. Um, and there was a period of time, I think it was like a good, maybe a few like, years into the relationship, right? We, we met each other. Yeah. Quickly became good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a period into it where we weren't mm-hmm. friends at all. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> we were almost enemies. <laughs> no, but yeah, there were like like maybe a good two years where we were absent from each other's lives. Was it two two years? Holy shit! Oh yeah, like unfollowed. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh man, I'm yeah. petty. <laughs> yeah, unfollowed. Yeah, this bitch. <laughs> unfollowed from social media um like uninvited to all events um yeah i had to let the streets know yo i don't fuck with this person no more <laughs> yeah no it was bad like i think i remember we had planned a trip to la mm, okay we okay we okay me and my friends <laughs> planned a trip to la and i was invited and you yeah you were invited by s- s- reasons unbeknownst to me i'm pretty sure you invited <laughs> no i'm pretty sure you invited me <laughs> wasn't it yo I, when i think back to that trip i literally <laughs> do not remember you okay <laughs> we went to la for new year's for new year's yeah i cried like literally through the countdown like i was crying because like you wouldn't talk to me oh my god you were such a bitch like <laughs> Yeah, it was like the worst New Year's. I remember very, very well. But yeah, so let's tell the audience how that beautiful relationship broke. Yeah, I mean, if I can divulge some details, um, I think it started with my cousin. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Oh, I think you uh Thank God nobody knows Derek's cousin. <laughs> oh man. My, my cousin. Derek doesn't even know his cousin. <laughs> we're not we're not that close. But it was my it was my cousin, my cousin Eddie. Oh my god, you why would you name him? It's Trump? fine, it's my cousin. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. It's my cousin. Go, go, go. Oh my god. Why? Oh Eddie knows I love him even though we don't talk. And he um, knows I love him too. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that old man. <laughs> um, Shout out to. <laughs> how did you guys meet? Uh, we we matched on Tinder. So. And then how did you know I knew him? Uh, so on Tinder you could uh, you see mutual friends on Facebook. Oh. Yeah, and you were the only mutual friend. And you're like how the fuck or something like that. Guy? Or like, I mean, at that point we were best friends, right? Yeah. So obviously I was looking through his Facebook friends, and then. Oh yeah, you were probably showing me all your. Oh yeah, I remember you showing me like. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was like, oh, this is who I'm talking to. And then I saw, I was like, mutual friends with Derek. And then I asked you who he was. And like, I didn't even put two and two together because like, you never talk about your family. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know you had like cousins (laughs) in Canada. And uh, yeah. And you were really, you were like, yeah, you should go for it. He's super cool. Yeah, my cousin is cool. I always, I always looked up to him growing up. He was like the cool guy. He felt like he was more athletic. We would always stay at his house. Oh, he's definitely more athletic than you. Yeah, he was very good at volleyball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was very good at volleyball. He saved my life once when we were kids. Yes, yes, yes. I yes, was, yes, yes. Uh, I don't, Eddie, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you remember, but we were like six or seven swimming at his condo pool in North York. Mm-hmm. And it was an impromptu swim session. I know this because we didn't even have swimwear. We went in our underwear. It was just like three little Asian kids in a condo pool. No one was there. And then for whatever reason, I was swimming in the deep end. I was swimming to the the, the ladder thing to get out. Yeah. But I got, I guess I got really tired and I kept reaching for it and reaching for it and I couldn't grab it. Yeah. And I was sinking in the water. Yeah. I felt my head go below the water. I kept trying to grab the ladder. And then all of a sudden, a hand just grabs me and pulls my arm out. I was like, oh. Yeah, and I'm like, Eddie. <laughs> You can have whatever you want. You can have my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's the, that was uh, something I'll never forget about Eddie. But um, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. I guess uh, tell us why you stopped talking to me. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't just. Oh my god, we're doing this. You know. Do not name drop other people, please. Fine. It started with Eddie. <laughs> yes. It was just cool, you know whatever and then it moved and then that didn't work out for whatever reason yeah and you were talking to somebody else i just want to preface it like i have always been a serial dater so i was in a six-year relationship quickly after became single and then dated another guy for four years so this is like after that four-year relationship so i was 10 years in a relationship okay you were going wild yes Yes, I was hoeing it up. Okay, so yeah, exactly. I met Eddie, whatever, was talking to him. And then there was someone else after that, which was within our friend group. Within your friend circle. Within my friend circle. Yeah. Really close to me. Mm -hmm. And then those two back to back just felt a bit too close to home. Mm -hmm. Like one is, you know, yeah, yo, I hope it works out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then it's like, okay, there's another person. And it just felt a bit weird. You know, and at that point, I definitely was like, this is a bit too ratchet. <laughs> this is too much. 
So you don't think, so it wouldn't have made a difference, would it have made a difference if those people were not close to you? Of course it wouldn't make a difference because they're not close to me. Why do I, you know what I mean? But if it feels like it was a bit of like hopping around the friends group, the friends group around you. And it's just like a bit too, like you're making, you're, you're, you're making the waters murky. You're like, you're, you're disturbing the peace here. I guess like at the time, I really didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I, I mean, in hindsight, I don't think you are. You know, you like who you like. Yeah. All is fair in love and war. I mean, I wasn't like specifically picking people that I was know, like... I know, but for me, you know, these are the planets in my orbit. And it's like, whoa. Don't you think that one maybe... One one, they're getting attacked. Like, this is crazy. But don't you think maybe it makes sense that like I would be attracted to people who are like similar minds than you, who are actually your friends because... Because what? Like, I'm your friend and we'd be similar. <laughs> like... No, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't... Looking back on it, I don't fault you. But in that moment, it felt just like, just a bit too messy, which is, you know, relating back to the first episode, we talked about how almost incestu incestuous Saga City could be at some times. Yeah. Our, our friend group growing up, you know, and that was one of the things I really wanted to avoid. I think at the time I didn't see it like that, I guess, because like, like we said, you know, Eddie is like non-existent in your life mm -hmm. but i think the more specific issue that is uh that we can talk about at hand is when two of your friends date right whether it be a family member and a friend or two friends date i think in the beginning you're very excited for them like yeah, yeah fucking you guys would be amazing together da -da -da -da. Yeah. you know what i mean do it up and then you realize like oh once they start talking to each other you as the third party are now on the outs you don't have that same relationship you have with either one of them. And it feels like you almost lose two friends for that relationship to happen. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened to you before. I'm trying to think. Has that happened to me? You should know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep up with all these people. Um, <laughs> has that happened? I don't know, but I know, I know that's happened to me. No, and I can see that. I agree because you know, I think when I was talking to this this person who was close with you, um, we definitely weren't like talking as much. Well, you you can't because it's just weird. It's just like, hey, bro, the girl you're talking to is I'm the one talking to all the time too. And yeah. then it's just like it just changes the dynamic between everyone involved. Yeah. And as the third party, as the third wheel, you definitely, you know, it just hurts a bit. But it's funny how that happens because it's like, you don't feel that way. Like, shouldn't we always feel that way? You know what I mean? Like, like, let's say you find a girl, but I'm still this close with you in your life. Like, wouldn't there still, shouldn't there still be some like, ooh, maybe I should step back. You know, or like, oh, our relationship's changing now, you no, know? I mean, relationships change even when it's just like one, even if you're your you're friend. Mm -hmm. Right, a friend in the your a friend that's close to you starts dating someone, your relationship with them already changes because maybe they have less time for you. Mm -hmm. Understandable. Maybe they're you know what I mean they're doing the Saturday night that you usually spend with them spend with they spend with the other person. Mm -hmm. That's that's cool, right? Mm -hmm. You you almost expect that, and you understand. But then when two of your friends are now seeing each other, it's like, wow, I'm losing a lot here. That, that wasn't the reason why I was mad, but that's something that I feel like 
a lot of people experience but don't really talk about yeah you know for especially i'm sure there are pe- so many people in small towns so many people right you, you know your your friends get together and it's never the same after that yeah maybe maybe like decades or years down the line it becomes that again because you've grown out of that phase but definitely you lose each other as as friends for a little for a little bit mm-hmm. yeah i'm trying to think if like i've been through a similar situation no i agree with you yeah at the beginning you're super happy for them but then they start to have their own kind of like time and world and mm-hmm. you know their own thing and maybe the other difference too is like when you're close to both those people you know let's say this person's busy you normally would be with the other person but now it's like they're both busy. yeah no and then yeah <laughs> you know and they're busy with each other and yeah and you're like <laughs> fuck yeah it just feels like a lot of you're almost grieving the friendship you know what i mean you're like oh we don't have that anymore you know and your loss was the birth of their their new relationship. Yeah. You know, it, it took it, it needed that, you know. So damn, are you from are you familiar with zero sum game? No, what was that? Like a stock market is zero sum game. If somebody loses money, the person who whose stock went up, like they the money they make is from the person who lost money. Yeah. Right? For you to win money on a stock is because Someone I Someone has money. to lose money. Yeah. yeah. Now it makes me sound like friendships are friendships zero sum games. You know, can it be win-win for everyone? Or does someone have to lose? Cuz even if I meet Joe Joe Schmo tomorrow and me and him become best friends, that means he's not becoming best friends with someone Somebody else. else unless he never had friends. <laughs> to begin with. Then yeah. you both win. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, that's the only chance. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God, friend. Yo, don't don't make friends with people. You're stealing people away from people. No, but don't be in relationships either, because you're also stealing someone's son and daughter away from them. <laughs> oh my God. You can't think of it that way, I guess. But no, now that you say that, I think people can now be a little bit more like cognizant. Yeah. You know, maybe if you're gonna date your friends. Wait. Yeah. If you're gonna date. A friend's friend you should be more aware that okay you know what maybe we should when you do spend time together just be more present yeah you know yeah and like it is hard because you know now even to to confide in that person yeah it's different you can't confide in them anymore yeah they can't confide in you because it's just such a weird triangle yeah network yeah and you don't want it to seem like oh i don't want to be like talking shit you know about my friend or whatever right but no it's an interesting dynamic i mean maybe yeah. <laughs> Joe Schmo with no friends. <laughs> Yo, haul at your boy. <laughs> but yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so I guess that's that's the two that's the reason why We weren't friends for We weren't friends for two years. Two So what changed your mind? Like what made you realize that I was like, wow, like I was stupid. I was such an idiot. Like why was I being so petty? I'm such a little bitch. <laughs> Man, way to put words in my mouth. Uh, way, way to rewrite history. Uh, I don't know if that was... You exa- definitely reached out to me first. Do you remember? This guy moves to Toronto, has a housewarming with a bunch of his closest friends, and you texted me. 
two years of unfriend. Oh, is, that, is that what happened? Yeah, you texted me. You were like, I was like, yo, come over to 35 Mariner. You're like, having, pop in here. Yeah, you were, and you, you even want to miss this. <laughs> Someone definitely taught you to text this because I remember very clearly the text was like, um, it would mean a lot to me if you came. Oh my god, does not sound like fucking you, me at all. I know, that's that why sounds, I was like, I read it and I was like, that sounds disgusting. Definitely your roommates probably played a part in it. No, I don't talk to them. Yo, hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, they Can were probably. Can I invite Carmen? No, they were probably like, yo, Carmen should be there. And you were like, fuck that bitch. And then they were no. like, give me your phone. <laughs> your, your name was definitely not uttered. <laughs> When we were deciding the guest list for 35 Mariners. That was definitely the story. That was definitely the story. <laughs> we can go with that. We can go with that. Insert read receipts right here. <laughs> but yeah, like what like... I don't think I said those yes, words. Yes, you did. You did. Okay. You did. You did. You did. Okay. But um, I think like many of us, we... Mature. Yeah, we, we mature. We realize certain things. And you say, hey, this is petty. Mm-hmm. there's no need for this negativity in my life you know so are you telling me it was your own self-realization i don't remember to be honest bro it was fucking years ago this is how <laughs> insignificant that was to him yeah it just is what it is part of the story you know there's ups and downs i don't, yeah. I don't remember the exact cause or you know what i mean I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, this is, I guess, yeah. If I was being petty, I would probably be like, fuck your housewarming. But yeah, you know. but but now here we are. We're yeah. good friends again. And that's how you know, ladies and gentlemen, when, when you can put petty shit aside. <laughs> when you can deal with petty people like me and say, fine, motherfucker, we'll be friends again. <laughs> and it's like, boom, bap, <laughs> right back at it. And I think now we joke about it for sure. And it definitely you know, strengthen, I would say, our relationship. Yeah, I think any any real friendship has mm-hmm. gone through some shit. Yeah. You know, it just, it just is. So that brings us, I guess, to now. Um, what's in store for us? Like, I mean, I would say definitely in the last two years during the pandemic, we got probably even closer. Do you agree? I think so. I think finally in the last like two years, you finally acknowledge like Carmen's my best friend. Stop. I've always been saying that. No, 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 no. I remember <clears> you <throat> were so, you're all, you've always been very mean to me for sure. <laughs> like now, I think more recently, I don't know what it is, but like now you're more like, like I said, giving I think, me that validation, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's just the sign of maturing, but also before the pandemic, we were all so busy. Yeah, no, that's true. We, we all had just so much going on. We would, you know, not even just, you know, our friendship, like a lot of all our, friendship. yeah, 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 yeah. All of our friendships, we were so scattered. Yeah. You know, and even when we were with each other, it was kind of just like shooting the shit. Not really, not as present as you are now these yeah. days, I feel like, because everything feels more intentional. Yeah. I want to hang out with you. I'm going to set time aside for you. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And probably too, because of the pandemic, you know, just that time to stop and reflect on your life. Mm. You're bringing out a lot more like, you know, like childhood traumas oh and like, God. you know, all this, you know, past relationship traumas and there's a lot more thinking involved. And now you're like bouncing ideas off of like your closest friends. 
that's how you get closer to, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Like, you think everyone's trauma came out during the pandemic? Mine did. Mine did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how crazy it is. We're so busy with our lives. That we didn't have time to think. Yeah, you, you just like block it out. And it probably reflects because you block it out. You never go to therapy. You never like talk it out. Mm-hmm. And it just reflects poorly in like how you you know parent how you be how you are in a relationship how you are with your friends like the pandemic was so terrible but it was also such a blessing for us you know that we're now able to unwrap these inner demons yeah because i I, you know how in meditation you need to be like very still Mm -hmm. and then once you're very still you're able to really because a big part of meditation is seeing your thoughts, mm. seeing your thoughts, letting it go, seeing your thoughts, let it go. And then eventually you just become like formless or whatever. Mm. The pandemic was like that because you became more still. You were able to like, for me at least, see my own behaviors, see my own actions, my my own history, my own. And then you're like, oh, and you're and you got to really look at it and. And zoom in on it and let me let me inspect this a bit. Mm-hmm. What, right? I don't know. Was that like that for you? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And it just, there was no excuse anymore, right? Like, right. you had all the time in the world, like, let's, let's deal with this, you know? And we'll obviously go more in depth with that in future episodes. I really am happy for this pandemic, but I also hate that it happened. Also, life was good before, like the ignorance. I understand why people say why people say ignorance was bliss now. Yeah, you know, like sure, our lives before this, looking back on it, were very flawed, but it was great. Toronto was great at the time. We just won the NBA championships. Oh, wow, that felt like a lifetime. I know, right? We were in the streets of Toronto. We just bouncing around clubs, partying, going to bars. You just felt alive and young and able. And we were just traveling whenever we wanted to. Yeah. And, you know, sure, we were caught up in the fucking hustle and bustle, but fuck it, that was it was it was a great time. I know, and it was during like the prime years of our lives. Yeah. Like it's almost like we came out of this pandemic like. Well, everyone is, you know, married or pregnant now, yeah. or, you know, or soon to be. It feels like, oh my God, do you remember uh, in high school and home ec, the girls would have to have those uh, the babies. It feels like that now. It feels like, but the real babies instead of the the, the monitor crying babies. Yeah, it's so crazy. Everyone, all the girls I know are walking around with babies. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? I know, like it's so surreal. I, I like I can't help but think like in those two years like what we would have done like we definitely would have traveled more. Goddamn the pandemic, man! And there's <laughs> doesn't seem like there's an end to it. <sighs> Fucking Omicron. Is it Omicron? Omicron. 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 I don't even know, but this new motherfuckers in here. Jesus Christ. I know. No, it's. I don't know. It's just become a way of life now, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna last for this whole decade. To be honest, decade. Yeah, I think so. Oh my god, fuck that. I think these are gonna be called the COVID years oh god. or the COVID era, the COVID decade. <sighs> World is insane. Yeah. 
we, we might not have had time to do this podcast before the pandemic. I would have. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> no, but definitely podcast became more of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Long form entertainment. Yeah, for sure. Like even people who normally wouldn't listen to podcasts. Mm. Yeah, we're listening to podcasts. Well, also everyone started making them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Joe Schmo. <laughs> Joe Schmo with no friends. Yeah, no friend by himself. Check him out on Spotify. <laughs> Our next guest. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Comment comment below if you want to be Joe when you want to be featured on this podcast. Joe Schmo with nowhere to go. <laughs> and no hoes. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's weird that we listen to podcasts more now because I feel like you would listen to it on like on the drive to mm-hmm. work or but I guess when we're at home we still want to just dive into deep things uh, yeah and it's also like when you listen to podcasts you almost feel like you're part of the interaction mm. you know you're part of the conversation so maybe during COVID it was just like you were lacking that right you know right, 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 right. yeah it must have really sucked for the people who actually lived alone yeah holy fuck yeah like i, I think people were imagine. like damn near close to like mental breakdowns a hundred percent a hundred percent like imagine like during the peak of pandemic mm-hmm. when you weren't allowed to go anywhere yeah it felt like yo if i'm on the streets they're figuring out fucking hunt me and shoot me or yeah i imagine you know when you first wake up in the morning and the first sound that comes out of your mouth like it's like crackly like you have that morning voice mm-hmm. what if you never talk <laughs> <laughs> like you never lose it because you didn't say it yeah oh man like what if you wake up and you don't talk to anybody do you think it the, you definitely lose it <laughs> you know hold on are you sure a hundred percent no because sometimes it's not like 3 p.m and you say the first words and it still sounds like a hundred percent you can fact check that oh man yeah no it must have been hard for people i mean even for people like living with people it was hard like so many people broke up so many was 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 there anything crazy that you noticed or saw any relationship oh yeah like my sister and her boyfriend broke up Mm, what happened there which i mean like i saw that coming i think um honestly i think the most shocking is probably just everybody having babies (laughs) holy fuck man like if all your friends are having babies, yo, this year alone, let us know in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> are we? You know, the, the the crazy thing is the birth rate is on a decline. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I check. You can fact check this. I saw this on Google. I heard this on a podcast or somewhere. I googled it and it was true. But in the last couple of years, the U.S. has been on a birth rate decline. Why do you think that is? I mean, I think as a symptom of a more modern society. Oh, okay. Right. The more money you make, the more educated you are, you tend to have less kids. That, and also, right? like, people are more focused on their careers, so they're having kids yeah. later, yeah. and then they can't have kids, yeah. and then, yeah, 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 But for some reason, it feels like that's not the case. It feels like there's more babies. Yeah, but it's also because we're probably going through that age. Yeah, it's just where when everyone around you is, is you know, having babies. Yeah, so for context, for everyone, we're 32 years old now. Yes. And goddamn. Oh, my goodness. Actually, that's that's a pretty. Uh, God damn! When you, yo, enjoy. If you're listening to this in your in your twenties, go harder. Do it. 
whatever your trip you're planning just fucking do yeah, it honestly. whatever yeah. don't even say no to anything say yes to everything and everyone and everyone <laughs> 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 no seriously like oh my god i can't believe when i was like 25 i was like what if i don't find someone i'm never gonna have a you know a baby or i want to be married and have kids by 30 and oh my god 30 so old and now i'm like 32 with no no child and i'm like what are you like <laughs> i want a child <laughs> <laughs> i want to join everyone else <laughs> no but it's it's lord uh, give me a baby you know when you're young you're just like you want to become old so, so fast. quick yeah i know yeah i know you know and it's the fallacy yeah. right you're like i can't wait to grow up i can't wait to have my own place and this and that and yeah and then when you get here you're like oh man i show take me back yeah no it's uh take me back i mean there's obviously perks of being uh, let's talk about the perks are there any perks of being old <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i mean i definitely think like we're a little bit more emotionally mature yeah yeah some of us yes me (laughs) (laughs) i mean like even like going through you know breakups or yeah you're more grounded yeah yeah you know i've been here before i've seen this movie yeah and you know who you are yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. 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 you know you know your worth you know you know yeah you're just like more you're more defined Mm -hmm. of a person um the crazy thing is we're gonna look back now when we're 40 like damn when we were 30 we were so young yeah we're so young we should have done more i know and it's always like that yeah you know holy fuck i know i feel like when we were kids we we used to always think uh life is short Mm -hmm. life is long is it though i feel like life is long and i think you should have that mindset versus the life is short mindset but if life is no because life is really long i think they mean life is short like you should do what you love you should go for it you know life is short you could die any minute like that kind of life is short but a lot of people who use the life is short you know excuse or or mantra it they use it to justify dumb shit like what like just dumb shit like if if life was really short you would really not go to that party and try to accomplish something instead mm. you know what i mean but but it's hey fuck it life is short let's get drunk tonight oh. mm. you know what i mean yeah and this makes me realize also as we we're growing up why our parents wanted us to be so safe you know how they always wanted to protect us wear your helmet you know don't get hurt mm. it's because when you get older let's say you got hurt you twisted your ankle and your ankle was never the same your life is really long after that. For the next, right? If you twisted your, if you fucked up your leg at 20, mm-hmm. for the next 50, 60 years of your life, you're living with a fucked up leg. Mm-hmm. I understand that. There's been so many things in the pandemic where now I like, oh, I understand why my parents were saying that or doing that or acting like that. You know? Yeah. Just so precautious. Because when you're young, you're like, why are you so fucking, you know, on my case about this and that? Yeah. You know? I mean, for good reason. I mean, I yeah. think they were just trying to keep you alive, get you, keep you out of trouble. But I think it's because they're looking at it from a 
like the duration standpoint we were thinking in the moment like oh you just want me to not get hurt because i might miss school for a week but i don't think they were thinking that they were thinking like like life is really long like you don't want to damage anything right now you don't want to like Mm. if that makes sense i don't know uh yeah i mean i don't i don't know if they're like specifically thinking those thoughts I think any parent will do, like, everything they can to just protect their child from harm. They're probably not thinking, like, oh, my God, if he goes skiing, he's going to break his arm and he's going to forever have a... Yeah. The, I don't I feel know. like... You think so? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's why when... You remember when we were kids, a lot of the parents would look at you and say, oh, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were talking about physical beauty. Because I remember as a kid hearing that all the time, right? Old people going up to kids, going up to you and saying, oh, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then you like, yo, that kid over there is not, Joe Schmo over there is fucking not beautiful. Yeah. Not, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So but I think what they were looking at was the youth. Mm-hmm. You're so beautiful. Look at your skin, your hair, your... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They were commenting on that versus... Like the beauty of like you still have so much life to live. Yeah, the beauty of life versus your actual attractiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I always took it as attractiveness. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm just trying to think like when I see a baby now and if they're like not beautiful, would I say like you're beautiful? What do you say when you see your your friends' babies? Yeah, I would say like Yeah, it is beautiful. It's it not being the baby. It's so beautiful, life. Oh, right, right, right. The fact that you ha- even have a child mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. How does it feel like wanting a child? Oh, God. This is definitely for a different episode because there's a lot to talk about. Oh, okay. I guess we'll save this for, for episode three, ladies and gentlemen. Man, we are so off topic. <laughs> we were supposed to talk about like... The, the now, the friendship of now and do our friendships change? And now our friendship is um, more about therapy and talking about childhood traumas deciphering i think now that we're reaching this age of like potentially becoming parents or potentially choosing whether or not we want kids we are now diving more into like trying to understand our parents yeah when you look at our friends who have kids now yeah don't you imagine your parents holding you yeah i do that all the time now and it's so crazy yeah it, it actually makes me really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Why does it make you sad? Like, for example, a lot of our friends this year, basically like five of our friends had baby girls. And just like our friends would describe that moment, that first moment they hold their baby girl, like the dad, the dad describing it. It just makes me so sad because I imagine like that's how my dad you know, used to hold you yeah and, and his friends would crowd around and be like oh my god yeah like there's something about like dad and baby girls that's just like so beautiful and it's like i mean i'm i'm not as close as i would like to be with my dad i, I mean i still talk to him you know we're not on bad terms or anything like that but it's like certainly not we don't express that amount of love right you know and like I don't know. It's just like so. I guess you don't understand it until you go through that moment. But yeah, you're right. When you see your friends holding their baby for the first time and how they're describing that that emotion to you, you're just like, wow. Like that was once I was once in my parents' arms like that. You no, know, there's no parent who would like hold their baby and be like emotionless. 
you know i'm sure as like bad of a relationship that you have with your parents right now like they obviously love loved love you (laughs) so when i see our friends i can only see my mom holding me really yeah i don't i i feel bad because i know it was all in her because i know that growing up my dad didn't really do anything to help out around the house besides just like work home, work and bring home money right but my mom took care of everything else took care of us drove us here drove yeah us there. but that's the difference then maybe because no i agree like my dad wasn't around either right right like but that was the but, immigrant but, struggle but that's what you think of first though your dad yeah but that's the immigrant struggle because i think now we have the luxury to mm-hmm. be there for our kids but i don't know if like yeah, because I don't even know if our parents really had that many friends around. Yeah. When they had kids, it was just like them two. Just them two, and take turns, go to work, and yeah. Right, but it's so much more of a beautiful thing for us, what we're experiencing with our friends. Oh and yeah, kids. I know. And right? there's like social media to like express your like, right? You know, like the feeling of fatherhood and stuff. But yeah, it is. Uh, it's also crazy when you see how small the babies are and you're like, wow, like I was once that small and just fit into your dad's arms, you know? I forgot where I saw this. It might have been a TikTok or something like that. But someone said like, oh, like you don't remember, you you won't know the last time your parents called you down for dinner. That's so sad. I know, right? Because you kind of like hated it during those times. Like, okay, fine, I'm coming. I'm doing my own thing, like, whatever. Yeah. But then it's just like, wow, like, the, like those turning points yeah. are so one day it's just gone. Yeah. And you don't notice. Yeah. It's probably a very gradual thing because it's like, then it becomes, get to the point where everyone's too busy to have dinner together. Yeah. Too busy to have dinner together. Yeah. And just like, yeah. They just kind of leave you dinner and you yeah. eat whatever you want on your own schedule. And then yeah. it just becomes like, you never eat together again. Yeah. And it'd be like that when you have kids, right? You'll be calling them down da, 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 and then one day it's like, you're, you're older now. Yeah. You know, you won't he- hear your name being called. That's so crazy. I know, life. Oh God. <laughs> but let's talk about the future. <laughs> Beautiful segue. The future of our friendship. What does our future of our friendship hold? It's very hard to see because I will say, um, so I live in a, a small town named, well, a small town called Oakville. Um, and, uh, suburb of Toronto suburb. Yeah. Further West in Mississauga. Exactly. And there's about like, I would say like three or four or five couples who all moved here, got married around the same time. And now all those couples are married and have, sorry, all those couples have a baby pandemic babies and we're probably the only ones who don't have babies and i can already see a change in our friendship what's the change that you see that you and your husband see it's just that you know back then you can just kind of call up your friend whenever you want there's you don't have to like plan them three weeks in advance yeah just yo what are you up to what what, what are you up to this weekend yeah or like hey we're doing this come over like let's have dinner tonight let's watch the game or i'm coming over like you don't feel intrusive but now they have their own life they have a big responsibility they have a lot on their plate so even if i was going through something 
you might not reach out yeah i wouldn't reach out to those people anymore because it's like no matter what they don't have time for you Mm -hmm. or at least that's the 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 impression that you have the impression i get which is why i told you the other day i was like when we have kids you know i really need to make sure that you know that you can you don't i don't want you to feel that way i don't want any of my friends to feel that way but it's inevitable like even if i was sitting here with you the fact that i have a child sleeping upstairs you know i'm not a hundred percent here it's just different yeah you know like there's no it's very different i don't know how to make it better or whether you can make it better i don't think you can until the kids are off to college and yeah. then, you know what i mean and it's just it's like, like a phase yeah it's just like a phase and then now we're you know it's just yeah ebbs and flows yeah and i think it gets worse too because once the kids are a little bit older this is more demanding of your time yeah and you know i think um th- my coworkers who have kids who are older like what in their teens uh yeah like like starting high school they're like your kids lives become your lives yes. right? you're driving them to yeah so for example like practice. let's say exactly let's say the people on your kids hockey team those parents will then become your closest friends wow. because you literally see them three times a week at practice like those people will be the people you wow. hang out with gossip with like you know travel with and you won't have time for anything else and it's so crazy because it's like it's so it, like it makes me sad because i feel like during the pandemic I created these really deep bonds with a good group of friends. And then they shatter. And those, exactly. Like that that dynamic will be gone. And the hardest part too is, you know, there's like, for example, like you may not want kids. So it's like our paths will probably never meet the same way that it is now Mm -hmm. until we are in. Until, yeah, until much further down the line until the retirement home <laughs> no seriously because it's like it's uh hey, you better yeah. have some stories tell me what the experience of being a parent was like yeah i mean i think for sure it'll be and, and it's different too like back then you know i bitched to you about like my relationships or you know this and that but now the bitching will all be about kids which you're kind of like i don't like, know yeah you just don't give a fuck about it like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, like cool but okay i'm over this yeah yeah and like I was saying, like, you know, when I bitch to my friends who are parents about what I'm going through, all I can think about is them thinking like some like trivial. Yeah. Like I have bigger problems. <laughs> like, yeah. Trying to keep this baby alive. Like, you know what I mean? It's like they're almost like they've gone to the next level of life. Yeah. Just different, uh, different levels. Yeah. Sure. So for us, it's. I mean, definitely, like, you know, I really want to have kids. I mean, in the near future. And I think there will be that period where it's like. Yeah, a little, it's a little cool. Yeah. Cools off a bit. Yeah. I'll probably, like, unfollow you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on all social media platforms not invite you to shit <laughs> and i'll understand yeah it's and or or it could just be like the dynamic will just be different our hangouts would be different like maybe now you will have to make more of the effort 
What? <laughs> oh my god. Shots being fired. Okay, tell me how you really feel. You know, like I mean, I, 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 I. Would you not say I definitely drive to downtown? Yeah, because then to do in Oakville. <laughs> You're more than happy to come downtown. What are we doing in Oakville, dog? <laughs> what are we doing? What's open right now? Can you name what? Can you name? Can you actually name one thing? I can't. That's open like right McDonald's. now. McDonald's. Besides, yeah, besides McDonald's. Yeah, no, Martin's. there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, there's nothing to even do. I know. I know. What do fucking parents do in the suburbs? Honestly, I think you just stay at home, watch Netflix. How like, you? No, but before, like when our parents were. Like without the Netflix, without the, you know? I don't know. Holy shit, I would go crazy. Get me out of here. It sounds like prison. (laughs) 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 It sounds like a life sentence. I get it that the the kids bring joy. I mean, but realistically, though, I mean, you're doing the same thing when you're living downtown. I mean, I've lived downtown before and, like, whatever like after work after school or whatever you just go home and you watch netflix yeah but i think it's just the idea or just knowing that the option is there you yeah know, like, hey i, I want to go out tonight or, hey there's this, this party i'll just swing by yeah no i agree but yeah. definitely i think maybe your mindset will change one day i can't imagine you being like fucking 45 and you're gonna be like i want to go to big trouble yeah <laughs> i mean even right now you <laughs> are just talking about earlier we're way too old for for those asian spots yeah you're going to be like, oh my God, there's so many people. No, but I think it's just, I would like to, yeah, I would like to watch Netflix in peace without worrying that there's another kid in the room crying. Or I gotta, Yeah, but it's so, um, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I guess I, I, we'll I, never know. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, th- I do think if it's, it has to be like such the right person. Yes, of course. Yes. To bring it out of you to be like. Everything I, I thought I knew or thought I wanted, I'm willing to throw out the window and, and roll the dice with you and see where this life goes. You know, it has to be such a, like, perfect person. Yeah. Not perfect, but, like, you know what I mean? They just bring that out of you. Like, let's fine, let's go on this adventure together. Yeah. 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 No, I, but I agree. We'll never know whether, like, it's worth it. I mean, do you, do you think it's worth it? Like all the obvious sacrifices, sacrifices that you're going to have to make to have a child. From my perspective and from my parents' perspective, seeing how our relationship turned out, I don't think it was worth it for them. They might've been happier without me. Certainly that's what they told me growing up. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I really don't know. It's hard, really hard. It's it's never, I think the cliche answer is kids are always worth it. But I would like to challenge that. I would really like to challenge that and really think about it. You know, I think we're programmed <laughs> to want to have kids. And sure, don't get me wrong. It's definitely beautiful. Yeah. But not having kids is also a beautiful thing. Your life is your oh, life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, def- do you think that like your childhood definitely plays a part into that decision for sure it makes me look at everything uh you know that's the saying glass half full glass half Mm -hmm. empty i never really understood that like the same fucking cup of water Mm -hmm. but now i really do understand it Mm -hmm. it's just the way how you look at life is it from a negative perspective or a positive perspective Mm -hmm. and i've always looked at things glass half empty Mm. you know because of that because of my childhood 
because of my um, wonderful relationship with my parents. More on that more in the future. Yeah, we, yeah we, we can dive in more. Those are pff, dark episodes. Yeah, dark. We're going to need like a change of setting. <laughs> That's thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, it's been 50 minutes. Same Around the same as episode one. Yeah. Yeah. You want to call it wraps? Definitely, I think we need to shorten them. Yeah, they'll be like 30 minute episodes, right? You think? Or it's like too long? Like 35, 40, 45. Yeah. 40, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wrap it up. Hey, man. Thanks for uh, everyone for tuning in to episode two of Back to Square One. This episode was sponsored by Schedule 35. If you're into microdosing, if you've heard of microdosing, check out schedule35.co. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye.